But if I just jump in with no plan and no calm, that carries throughout the whole day where I feel like that all day. Um, and that's when I, I feel so busy and I feel overwhelmed. And you wouldn't start building your house without like a plan, right? So you want a calm place to start from and a plan for your day or for your life or for your week or whatever. And meditation helps you get there. I'm Nicole Holcomb, attorney by day and podcaster by night, a former educator, school counselor, and administrator, and mom to a nine-year-old daughter with dyslexia who loves all things Harry Potter, Minecraft, and science. I mean, who doesn't, right? Well, a few years ago, she was identified with dyslexia, and our life seemed to turn upside down for a while. I mean, quite literally. I created the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast to help you navigate the upside-down journey of dyslexia. You got this. And if you're wanting to thrive as a mom in this dyslexia journey, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Dyslexia Mom Life podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Holcomb. Thank you again so much for listening. I know you have a lot of options when it comes to podcasts, and the fact that you chose to listen again today means the world to me. Before we dive back in, I want to remind you to go grab your back to school survival guide for moms. It's packed full with tips for success and ways to thrive the school year. There's nine tips in there, some for you, some for your child with dyslexia, some for you as a family to thrive. So be sure to go over and download the PDF. You can go to dyslexiamomlife.com to get your copy today. And all the resources for the shows, as far as the show notes and the things that we discussed today, and all the ways you can connect with Jamie and get her amazing tools and resources, also go to dyslexiamomlife.com. On Monday, we had episode 12, all about finding your calm in the chaos. And we took a little break from that conversation because we wanted to come back today and release part two, which is all about mindfulness and meditation. And Jamie Jackson Spanhake is back with us again today to walk you through a meditation practice and stay tuned. She's also going to be releasing just for you guys, a special five minute meditation practice bonus episode. It's going to be so exciting and keep listening because she's also going to give you some free resources for one of her courses. That's all about setting up your meditation practice and you're going to absolutely love it. So enjoy part two of this fantastic conversation about finding your calm in the chaos. So as we talk more about mindfulness, I know you talk a good bit about meditation and I, I love that the the whole piece of meditation. So can you talk to us for a little bit about how you believe that's helped you as a mom and in your work? And I believe you connect meditation, if I remember right, and if I don't, that's fine to tell me, to that piece of mindfulness that you believe that those kind of go hand in hand. So Can you tell us a little bit about how that's helped you as a mom and as a professional? Yeah. So for me, mindfulness is being present in the moment and being aware of what's happening around you in the moments that it's happening. And meditation is the tool that gets you there. So um, whenever one has a meditation practice, which I do every day, and sometimes only for five minutes, you know, it doesn't have to be a long amount of time every day. Um, it really gives you a base of calm 
um, from which to approach life. So if I had to sum up the benefit in just one sentence of a meditation practice, it would be that it gives me the ability to act in life rather than react to what life is doing or to what's happening in my life. And it gives me the ability to um, stop for a moment and be mindful and think about what I'm going to do or say. Um, it's particularly important for parenting because I was not born with a lot of patience. <laughs> um, so that's something that I work on a lot is um, patience. And whenever I am meditating, I am more calm in my chaos of life and am able to be the parent, the lawyer, the coach, the writer, the friend that I want to be because I am more mindful of what I'm doing in the moments that I'm doing it. And so I think another thing that meditation has really helped me with, especially in my law practice, is my ability to listen to other people and figure out what they need, not based on what they're saying, but what they mean by what they're saying. And I think meditation helps me do that because it has calmed my mind enough that I can actually listen without automatically thinking about what I'm going to say or do next, right? And so it makes it active listening, which is very helpful. So you said you have a meditation practice. So when and where does that happen? Is that like a daily routine or how does that look for you? Yeah. So during this pandemic, um, it has been uh, every morning when I first wake up, I will do a meditation, usually sitting on the couch right after I come downstairs. Um, and I use Headspace a lot. Um, there are a couple other apps that I use as well. And then I do some of my own meditations that, um, that I help people with. Um, and it's usually between five and 15 minutes, first thing in the morning. And, you know, it's a good way to clear your mind and get calm before you plan out your day. So that I know a lot of times when I wake up and it, it's been particularly these last few weeks here, um, it's been super busy with work. Um, so much, so many transactions going on and that I'm handling. And so when I first wake up, I'm like, oh my God, I have to do this, I have to do that. And I have to go there and don't forget this. And then I think, okay, take five minutes, take 10 minutes, let's meditate. Let's get into a calm place. And then I can plan the day and a day in a way that is going to be productive. But if I just jump in with no plan and no calm, that carries throughout the whole day where I feel like that all day. Um, and that's when I, I feel so busy and I feel overwhelmed and, you know, like um, you wouldn't start building your house without like a plan. Right. So 
You want a calm place to start from and a plan for your day or for your life or for your week or whatever. And meditation helps you get there. So the first thing I do in the morning is my meditation. So how would someone go, how would someone go about starting their own meditation practice as, as people are listening to us and they think, well, you know, that sounds amazing. I would love to kind of start my day with calm instead of chaos and I mean, what are some recommendations you have for people as they, because I think I've even heard you say, you know, it's kind of awkward at first and that's okay. Yep. Uh, and it may be awkward the first few times. And so can you share with us as far as how would you suggest someone start a meditation practice? Yeah. So um, on my website, I have um, a guided meditation that you can download. That's five minutes. I also have a three week guided meditation course. Um, and I'll give you a little inside tip that if you use code free, F R E E, you get it for free, (laughs) but it's three weeks of video guided meditations, about five minutes each day. And, um, it goes through sort of how to sit, where to sit. And the good, the, the thing that I really like about that guided meditation course that I have on my site is that it's not fancy. And it's me incorporating it into my day um, when we still, it was before the pandemic. So, um, you know, sometimes I would be in my car, like the morning didn't, I didn't wake up enough time to do my meditation the way I wanted. So we got out the door, I got my daughter to school and then I would be in my car and I would pull over on the side of the road and take five minutes and do a meditation in my car. And you, you will be with me on that meditation. So you would see how I'm incorporating it into my day. But I mean, we could do a little meditation right now if you want, or we can record one later, whatever you want to do, Nicole, um, you tell me. But it, it's about sitting down for five minutes, focusing on your breath, and not trying to do anything other than focus on your breath. Um, I have a guided meditation. Uh, there's a meditation course on my site. Headspace has a start your meditation practice. Um, YouTube has a bazillion guided meditations that you can watch or listen to. When you're getting started, it doesn't matter so much which meditations you're doing. It matters that you are consistently doing them on a daily basis. And in the beginning, it's really hard because we're not used to just sitting and focusing on our breath. And a lot of people think that meditation is thinking about nothing or trying not to think about things. And that's not it. It's not about what you're not doing. It's about what you are doing. And what you are doing is you are sitting and you are focusing on your breath. And in the beginning, that's all that you're doing. And when thoughts come in that distract you, You say, okay, there's a thought that distracted me. And then you come back to focusing on your breath. And two minutes seems like 20 minutes when you're just sitting and focusing on your breath for the first time. And in the beginning, you're not sure what the benefits are sometimes. But often in meditation, people say it's not what happens on the mat. It's what happens off of the mat. So Mm -hmm. it's not how you feel during the meditation. It's how that feeling of calm carries through after the meditation. And the key is to just do it. Right. Yeah, that's great. And for our listeners, I know you, we talked about 
before we hit record that we're going to record a special meditation session, just a short session that people can go back and listen to. That'll be a standalone from our, our conversation today. So I thank you so much for offering that for the listeners. And if you will, you talked about the course and you talked a little bit about your website. Can you share uh, how they find the website? Yeah, it's jamiespanhake.com. So that's J-A-M-I-E-S-P-A-N-N-H-A-K-E.com. And you can also find me on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Um, I am Lawyer Lion Laundry or The Lawyer, The Lion, The Laundry on any of those. Um, Except for on Twitter, I am Ideal Year. Um, But yeah, you can find me or you can just Google Jamie Jackson Spanhake or The Lawyer, The Lion, and The Laundry and I'll come up. Yeah. Awesome. And I'll put some links in our show notes too. So people will be able to find that really easily as well. And I would encourage everybody to, to go out and get your book because it is a, a very concise read. I think it's perfect for, like you said earlier, for that, that, that busy professional who wants to get you know more focused on their priorities and their values and their practices. And so I think it's an, an absolute wonderful resource. And I buy a lot of audiobooks as well, but I love, there's certain books I love to have in print. And this is one of them because I can go back to that, those references. And so I use it more as a, a resource guide as well. And I have a couple of books that I like to do that with, and this is one of them. So I highly recommend that as well. Um, okay. So I want to ask you one final question. You're going to love this one. Which is, what is the best mom advice you've ever gotten? Well, I think that I've already shared it. Um, So let me come up with a different one. Because I think the best mom advice I've gotten is that that anxiety comes from thinking that we can't handle things. And so Mm -hmm. knowing that we can. But I think what I would say instead, since we've already had that conversation, is or maybe even to Jamie, as, as you think about um, moms that are, you know, working professionals and they've got this wonderful child that they're raising with dyslexia and they are amazing and they're doing amazing things. Is there maybe a, a little thought of motivation or inspiration for them as they go into this uncertain school year? Maybe that's a better way to recap yeah. our talk. Today. Well, so I, I think of a book that I've read um, called The Self-Driven Child which is really, I don't know if you've read it, but it's a really good book. And one of the things that I really like about the message in that book, and I think it would be, it's complete, it's really appropriate in this time is that the premise behind that book is that you are as a parent, a cons in a consulting role to your child. So it is not, my role as a parent to make sure that everything is perfect for my daughter. My role is to be a consultant to her and give her opportunities and tools and guide her so that she can make choices for her life because it is her life, even though she's only nine years old, right? It is her Mm -hmm. life. And so that takes a lot of the pressure off of us as parents to be perfect. I mean, we don't need to be perfect. We need to guide and help and support and love. Um, And I think that that is particularly appropriate as our kids are going back into also an uncertain time. And we're uncertain about what that's going to mean is that we can handle this and we can help them handle it by supporting them. 
we don't have to know all the answers. I think that's spot on because it's so true in so many ways. And so I appreciate you sharing that with us and that, that little inspiration as well to, to keep going and, and to know that, you know, we are there for our children. And so I think that's a, a wonderful way to, to wrap up. And I want to thank you for being here today. It's been amazing talking to you and um, we're recording this where I can see her. And so it's great to see as well. So just for those of you who've made it through to the end of the show, a little tidbit as well is that Jamie and I actually went to high school together. Yes. It's been a lot of fun to, to, to follow each other and see each other's journey. And then to see, you know, it is such a small world as far as, um, you know, who, who knew that we would have daughters the same age that are also uh, being identified as dyslexic, who are bright and who are just exciting little people to get to know. And so it's, it's, it's just been so neat to be able to, to, to follow each other's journey. And so that also makes this interview even more special because I've known Jamie for a long time. And although we've, you know, missed each other from time to time, as far as, you know, we get busy in our lives, it's nice to circle back and really share and support and collaborate. So I, I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, I do too. It's been my pleasure. Can I say one more thing about um, dyslexia? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think in the when whenever um, a parent and a child have a diagnosis of dyslexia, in the beginning, it is it's a relief in some ways because you know what the issue is, but it's mm-hmm. also daunting and scary. And I would say now, having figured out how to work with it, that it is a gift that I would not change. Um, so that for anyone that is at the beginning stages of a diagnosis and moving forward, you'll do your research, you'll get the information, you and your child and your school or your teachers, or you're all going to figure it out and it is going to be okay. And it will eventually be a gift. Absolutely. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right, go forth and enjoy your day. And maybe sometime in the future, we can collaborate on another uh, interview. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. I've had such a great time catching up with you. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, I would love for you to leave a review where you listen to your podcast. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any of these episodes in the Back to School mini series. Don't forget, you've got this. I will see you next week, same place, same time. So go enjoy your day. And if you're like me, enjoy your first week of school. See y'all Monday.